0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Pandemic Professors Podcast. I'm Kelly Bowling. And I'm Carol Pardon. And we're here to talk about all things academic during a global pandemic. We take the virus very seriously, but we're trying to laugh along the way because we might as well. So, Carol, who do we have with us today? (laughs) Well, apparently, we have the most popular guest.
1: for all the uh, downloads that we've had of our um, podcast episodes. Um, The recent stats that you shared (laughs) says that our guests Chris Bowling is the one who can uh, attract the largest audience who happens to be your husband. Um, we, we finished that episode two weeks ago, right before you guys had headed off to Disney. And I felt like I had just gotten started asking <laughs> him questions and you questions as it relates to um, the things that you're dealing with. And so, we thought, well, obviously, we need a part two to that episode. And now that I know that Chris is so popular, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know, I, we, we may have him on every week. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's <laughs> how oh, it goes. So, Chris, how are you this morning?
2: I'm great, and I'm glad to be back. This is fun.
1: <laughs> well, it's great. And so I have a, any number of questions that um, I'd like to ask today, but I'd like to start with you guys just got back from that big disney extravaganza experience to hear both of your perspectives on that particularly in light of the pandemic and start with i know you went on this food binge thing uh, (laughs) there (laughs) i want to know what the very best thing you ate during
0: the week
2: Ah, you go first honey well, from the food and wine festival in particular, my favorite thing was the um they these uh beef uh ropa em- vieja, ropa vieja uh, empanadas which were served at a booth called Islands of the Caribbean, I think. Yep. Uh, oh. They were delicious. These little these little beefy morsels were awesome.
0: Yeah. And I had a okay. blast at the um Earth Eats booth, which is the plant-based booth. Um, Disney's actually done a really good job in the last few years of incorporating plant-based offerings at, at their parks. I always say I eat better at Disney than I do at home. Um, just because there's so many plants, yeah,
1: so that says uh, <laughs> that can go into any <laughs> number of directions.
0: <laughs> there's, that idea. There's so many plant-based options, and they're really great. But my favorite food was from the uh, Earth Eats booth. It was the Impossible Burger Slider, and it had like an Asian yeah. sauce with a wasabi cream, an Asian slaw with a wasabi cream sauce on top of the burger. It was amazing.
1: Interesting. But so those that Impossible meat thing. That's like to taste like meat, but it's plant-based, right?
0: Yeah. And the funny part about that is I actually don't eat meat mostly because of texture. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like the texture of meat. Um, But the biggest issue I have with meat is that it reminds me of the animal it once was. And so, um, you know, I, I I wouldn't have eaten more than you know, regular burger size of this. The taste was phenomenal, but the texture would have would have put me off. I, I would have rather have
2: had just a salad. As as a yeah, meat eater, though, I can tell you, I can yeah. vouch for it. It is it is it's real. It, it, it tastes good. like meat. Yeah
1: yeah see that so that's the part that I don't understand. I don't eat meat either except for um the, the occasional meatball um <laughs> <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. I get a craving for meatballs periodically but um i you know, I go for weeks, if not months not eating meat and 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 I just I've lost the taste for it, so I don't want impossible vegetarian stuff to taste like meat. I just assume eat meat, but that's yeah. just me, so that's just that's interesting um yeah. But yeah, so, so Chris, you're a, a meat eater, and so um, I, I would like to let you know that the current book I'm reading right now is an um, <laughs> a book of food food essays. And I just finished an essay about sausage, and it was uh, fascinating. I have, fascinating. Uh,
2: I have intentionally avoided anything that tells me how mm-hmm. the sausage is made.
1: Well, right. So, but this the, that's the very point of this essay. These are two guys <laughs> in Chicago who are making sausages in their but basically backyard, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of illegal what they're doing, but. <laughs> That the sausages are, are just pure. They said all that's in it is pork and spices. So there you go. I was okay. just fascinated with the whole um, concept. Yeah, but when I stopped eating meat, when um, it was shaped meat that first got me, that just did not seem <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> no, no, no. Starting with a hot dog been working <laughs> yeah there. Yeah. So anyway, enough about um, that. And so, so tell me, both of you all, sort of about your week, particularly as it related to the, as it, the pandemic.
2: You go ahead. So. So we've actually released a, an episode, <laughs> a bonus episode, if so I'm going to plug here, uh, for our Disney well, podcast. Well,
1: that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. so this, the, the is, highlights. this is just for the three people yeah. who don't um, subscribe to both your um, right. Disney podcasts so, and podcast.
2: I thought Disney has done an amazing job of, of showing how you can open up safely. Uh, I don't know that they're making a dime. In fact, the, their earnings call this week suggests they have not made a dime in the, in the second quarter, in the third quarter <laughs> yeah. for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the parks weren't open yet in the third quarter either, so it'll be interesting to see how they do in the fourth quarter, even at minimal uh, park capacity, but from a social distancing perspective, from a cleanliness perspective and people wearing masks and whatnot, I think they're going to provide a wonderful litmus test or template for how it can be done, how it should be done and keeping people safe.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of a germaphobe and I don't like crowds mostly because, um, you know, I just don't like being that close to other people. But um, the yeah. way they had it set up, there were um, there was hand sanitizer going into the rides, coming out of the rides, going into the shops, coming out of the shops. Um, masks were mandatory. We saw um, cast members in every park have to correct the, uh, guests. You're um, there. Yeah, here and there, but yeah. definitely we saw at least one in every park, and the interesting part is it was always adults. The, the small kids that were there were wearing their masks like a champ, not crying, just bebopping right on down the road to the next ride. Right. Um, yeah. It was the adults trying to skirt the rules. Um, in Epcot, the rule was you can take off your mask if you are eating or drinking and you're stationary. So you couldn't like get a drink at a booth and drink it on your way to the next booth. You had to stop and drink it. And so we would see people trying to skirt that rule a little bit. Um, But for the most part, people were buying in, you know, and the cast members would correct them slightly and say, sir, the mask has to be over your nose and they would roll their eyes, but they'd, you know, they'd pull it up over their nose. Um, yeah, I felt yeah. safer there than I feel at my local grocery store. Uh, by
2: honestly. far. Tons yeah. of signage, yeah. tons of signage reminding people what the rules were and how to comply. And
0: yeah. And I mean, then, like, the grocery store has it, signage too. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but the, the yeah. people just don't comply because there's nobody enforcing it. Yep. Yep. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a weird thing. I mean, you know, just if everyone would just do this,
0: right. we'd, or, you know all what? Be better off. If yeah. you're not willing to do it, stay home. And if you're not willing to do it, don't go to Disney. Yeah. Like they they right. have the rules posted. These are the rules. If you want to be in the park, you're going to have to follow the rules. If you're not willing to follow the rules, don't go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, going back to Chris's Home Depot, which you know we're just finding lots of great things in Home Depot these days, <laughs> and um, and I appreciate. Um, how you know, they have a pretty strong view now and they have a like a little booth when you walk into the store, at least our Home Depot, that you know, that's kind of friendly saying, Oh, you know, you maybe forgot your mask. Here you are some masks, <laughs> your yes. yes. cleaners and that kind of stuff. Right. But even so, there are people, not as many as say two weeks ago, but there are people walking around without masks. Yeah. Just boldly. And yeah. I, I just don't understand that. I don't um, get it either.
0: We did not feel safe on the airplane. Yeah, that was the worst
1: problem, Well, that was so. my other question. Okay, so, yeah, so I haven't flown yet since the pandemic, but I'm itching to. Um, tell me about the flying experience.
0: Well, we didn't fly Delta. So, obviously, I know you're a Delta person, and Delta has yes, different yes. roles. Uh, we flew American. I believe Delta is not um, booking anybody in the middle seats. I believe that's right. Yeah,
2: I think that's true. I think that's
0: true. Um, We flew American, and um, there were two women at the gate waiting to the last minute to get on because the flight was so packed. Oh, dear. Yeah, so they were at the gate, and they were saying, tell me before you're about to close the doors. When you're about to close the doors, then I'll get on the plane. Um, We felt extremely unsafe on the plane. Every seat was packed. It was just, I mean, it was... I felt like I was sitting in a pool of virus, and so we we rented a car and drove home.
2: Yep, yeah. <laughs> we just yeah we're flying back. We're, we yep.
0: drove home. I was not interested in getting on that plane again. I thought the airport was fine. Yep, and have any issues yeah. at the airport, but the plane was a disaster.
1: Yeah. Well, how did you get in, the, in your car and fly home? If you flew down there, we, did you
0: we, rent a car? We did. We rented a car and drove back. Wow. Yeah, it was that bad. Wow, isn't yeah. that something? And did you complain to American? I didn't. Um, you, you know, you fill out a survey. I did fill out a survey, and I gave them all zeros. And I did. <laughs> so yes,
2: <laughs> you did complain to American. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> and I did fill in that the reason I would not be flying again, and I would not recommend my friends to fly again, was because I didn't feel like they had proper protocols on the plane. Um, I mean yeah. even like to disembark they were saying um we're going to come by and stay in your seats and we're going to come by row by row and dismiss you. Well what does everybody do when the plane lands? They yeah. stand. They get up and immediately. Up. And, yeah. and everybody yeah. was doing that and I thought are you, are you kidding me? Like yeah. Did yeah. you hear the announcement?
1: Yeah. <laughs> there there is something about airplanes <laughs> people just I think cannot <sighs> Get it in their head, yeah. Yeah, I was um, disappointed.
0: If if we were to fly again during this pandemic, we would definitely go first class. Um, yeah, and we probably wouldn't fly American.
1: Yeah, well, I'd say yeah, flight you know Delta in first class, and you know I don't know. Yeah. Once you start flying first class, you get kind of spoiled. I've got to say, <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. we normally <laughs> do because we've got so many air miles. But this flight was forty nine dollars. Yeah, right. And so we were right. like, okay, we'll pay the forty nine to get those miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, it wasn't worth the forty nine.
1: Right. Yeah, you get what you pay for, huh? So yeah, so that's a good um good experience. So now um here we are. It is the week starting AEJMC, and C and we're virtual. Mm-hmm. And so Chris <laughs> 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 Kelly is <laughs> Kelly is "Quote unquote," going to this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, she's obviously not going anywhere. It's virtual. What is it like from your perspective? Um, are you so? How How is the person left at home dealing with the spouse who's physically at home but whose brain is supposed to be in San Francisco for four days?
2: So, absolute honesty here. There. Uh, I have not felt a difference. <laughs> oh,
1: Kelly okay. and here's why.
2: Kelly uh has three hundred and seventy-six tabs open in her brain at all times anyway. Oh, good point. She good point. has she and she's prepared for A J M C. So from her perspective, She's probably running an extra speed she's 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 up geared a little bit for this week, but from yeah. the perspective of the rest of us in the house, we don't really see a difference. You do
0: see a difference. I am dressed professionally from well, the waist up
2: f- yes she from the waist <laughs> up she has she has put on the dog a bit but um. <laughs> She actually showed me the uh, the conference, the virtual environment for the conference yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And I was blown away by that. I've cool. been to conferences before, and if the next one I go to virtually is like that, I'm super excited about it. That yeah, was it's really cool. cool. But no, from our perspective, there's, there hasn't been a big difference, but that mainly speaks to Kelly's ability to absorb more work. Pretty seamlessly. Also known as over Yeah, So
1: <laughs> Kelly is <laughs> Kelly is, is all that accurate? I mean, do you feel like you know how at A and J you just you sort of go into this other little world, right? Um yeah. Are are you able to do that? Or?
0: I miss it. Um, you know, there's something about um seeing people face to face, you know, when you're in line at Starbucks and Yeah. Uh, Talking to them about, you know, something you saw that they posted on Twitter or a recent article they wrote that you read. Um, Some of the grad students, um, not necessarily from South Carolina, but from other schools that I've become friends with. Um, I hate that I'm not going to see them because we have a lot in common and I love talking to them about stuff. I love going to the business meetings. I know that probably sounds super dorky, but um, I like to see the people um, in the divisions that, um, you know, that are in charge. And then, you know, me as I over function, I want to go back and see what they've written. So, you know, I want to see what their area of research is. Um, so I can do all of that when I'm alone in a hotel room.
1: Right. Um,
0: and I can, you know, even take a break, go back to the hotel room, pull up some articles and look at them. I can practice my presentation, you know, again, over functioning several times, um and not feel like anybody's listening, or I don't have to worry about the dogs barking. Um, right. You know, they've got the lounge set up where you supposed to can go in there and chat. but it's not it's not quite the same as running into somebody in the hallway
1: right, right. And so I, I've seen a couple of screenshots um from the conference, and maybe this is what Chris is talking about. I mean, it looks like it's a bunch of avatars walking in a virtual reality place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not moving; they're still. So it's the. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it just looks like a bunch of people in the lobby, but those people those are not actually us. Um, oh, okay. okay. So you can click around and like go to the booth in the exhibit hall. Um, I actually like that because I can go to the booth and not be forced to interact with the people at the booth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so can, they're going to ask me, how am I doing? And I have to make conversation. So I could go to say, for example, the Peter Lang booth and download a lot of the, the one pagers on the books they're selling, but not actually have to speak to a representative. That sounds horrible. It has nothing to do with Peter Lang. That's totally me and my social awkwardness. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but I, I miss it. You know, I just miss yeah. running into people in the hallway. Um, Seeing presentations, you know, my crowd is the Commission on the Status of Women, uh, folks, and I love, yeah, I love hanging out with those women. So, yeah, no, that's
1: good. And and the people are wearing. They got sent name tags. I've seen that on Twitter.
0: Yeah, so that that's interesting. Um, I mean, where are you wearing them? <laughs> Chris I, knows who you are, right? <laughs> so I opted out of the of the the male thing um, because ah. I thought why. Why would, why would I ask them to mail yeah. me a program when I can have a searchable PDF? Great, and yeah. I've got a thousand water bottles. I did not need that, um, but yeah. honestly, I felt like if I opted out of it, my registration should have been less. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, the people. Yeah,
1: that, there's there's actually been a little controversy about that. I've seen on Twitter, of, yeah, um, people saying it wasn't very. I'm um, either sustain, uh, sustainable or fiscally responsible in this environment yeah. to um, send out something that, that was that intense. But Yeah, you I, know, didn't I don't get that.
0: I mean, I guess, you know, they had advertisers in the program I and, mean, you know, people pay for that space. So they need to. Right, rent. right. Um, yeah. But those advertisers are in my PDF, too. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't think they needed to mail it out. I'm not going to complain because I got an award, and so my registration was paid for. But, I mean, yeah, I didn't think they needed to mail it out, and so I opted out of it. I don't have a name tag. Yeah, yet. yeah. That's that's good. And so, um, is
1: it still the pre conference day, or are we into the
0: regular? Today's the regular. Yeah. Day? Yesterday was pre conference. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um And okay. I think they had their first Zoom bomber. Um. So yeah, I heard something related yeah.
1: to that. So that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah.
0: somebody, somebody <laughs> tweeted out the link. Which oh, no. Chris, you shouldn't have done that. I was about to say.
2: I was about to say it was me. <laughs>
0: you don't want to take. You don't want to take ownership for that because I know someone who was in that session and she told me what happened. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> But, you know, the the reality is Chris could be looking over your shoulder the whole time and absorbing oh, yeah. everything about AEJMC and more power to him, right? And why and, wouldn't he you know, want wouldn't
2: to? He, why wouldn't I want to? Yeah,
1: you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I know in the past when you physically are at the conference, um, it was not unusual, at least in the old days, for the conference manager to sort of do spot checks room by room. And if you didn't have a name tag on, they'd go hunt you down. <laughs> And, wow. and find out whether or not you had registered. And if you mm. had not registered, you would get kicked out of the room. Yeah. Wow. I
2: mean, it yeah. costs money. Wow. Yeah, right, oh, right. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, see, these are all the things that as a past president of the organization,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I found Gotta out
0: about uh, Yeah, I just didn't know it was, you know, in that high demand. If you're going to take the time to fly somewhere...
1: Oh. Well, I think in um, hotels, it would be really basically either random people who were staying at the hotel and curious uh, or um, spouses who were there. See, again, it makes Chris suspicious, right? Yeah, he's shaking um, his so
2: head spous- now, like, why in the <laughs> <laughs> <I> world? <laughs> th- one thing I know is that these conferences are held in decent places. Yeah. And yeah. So I actually went with Kelly on a conference previously, not A.E.J.M.C. B.E.A. B.E.A. in Las Vegas, and – had no desire. I can tell you, (laughs) anywhere near the academic convention that was in town is not where I wanted to be.
1: Yeah, no, I can understand. My husband is the same way. The last time uh, when AEJMC was in Chicago, um, he was out visiting relatives and so was um, driving on the way back, came – to be in the hotel room with me. And then we were going to drive back together and he was traumatized just getting <laughs> to the hotel room <laughs> seeing all the academic geeks and did not leave the hotel room and made me promise never to ask him to go to <laughs>
0: his conference. <together>. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't so, do that to Chris. Uh, unless, I totally understand. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't.
1: Yeah. And so you guys, um, the fall semester is about to start. College is one thing; you have two kids, um, middle school and elementary school. I'm blanking out on their ages again. Sixteen or fourteen? Fourteen? Yeah, and, yeah both middle school. Middle, yeah. Um, yeah. What? So, what are you all? How are things going there? You, you,
2: well, we why are. Don't you take that one. We are. Um, <laughs> we're very blessed to be able to send them to private schools. Uh-huh. Um, yes and that are small and have the finances have the resources to implement safety protocols that we believe in so oh um, excellent so yeah the the school has you know face masks required uh, they have they they social distancing they've set up lunch schedules to 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 limit the amount of interactivity between grades and and various kids and they've they've created times during the day when they can, uh, when they can take a break from their face masks and safely, so for those reasons, yeah, uh, the schools we feel like is going to be safe to send our girls to, um, but yeah. that's only because the resources are there, financial the resources. resources are in yeah. place to do the right own things.
0: Like they've hired a porter, right. a porter to mm-hmm. clean the rooms between classes. Yeah, for those well, that yeah. classes like middle and high school. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
2: It basically all comes down to having the space and having the resource, the financial resources to put the safety protocols in place. Yeah. And uh, for schools that can't do that, I don't know what the answer is going to be.
1: Yeah, I don't either. Right. Uh, Yeah. So we're excited about that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's great to hear. And when do they go back?
0: Uh, Next Wednesday. Sixth grade orientation on Wednesday, first full day. Thursday and then or first full day Friday.
2: Yeah, they go half day on Thursday. Half day half day okay. Thursday
0: orientation Wednesday for the sixth grader.
2: Oh, yeah. well, that's exciting. I don't
1: know if you're like me in this regard, but always on the first day of school when my kids went back to school, um, I had a little group of friends that we went out for margaritas.
2: Oh, that'd <laughs> that would be fantastic. I don't know. We've never done that, but I think <laughs> that's... never done that. That sounds that's lovely. That's like a wonderful new tradition in the bowling house. <laughs> that's right. So
0: oh,
1: I'm just saying, it, it worked for me. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Oh, that sounds that sounds excellent. No, they need a routine. They need a schedule. Yeah. Um The homeschool yeah. situation was not successful for us.
1: Yeah. And so, well, and so, yeah, you know, I think... Many of us need a routine and as, you know, as the pandemic, I mean, here we are at episode 18 and we were several weeks into the pandemic before we started. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no, I mean, this is not going away for a while, unfortunately. So like you all said about Disney, we have to learn how to live with it. We can't, we can't stay in our houses forever. So we have to learn how to be safe outside and, you know, even though the science evolves, it, we seem to understand face mask, social distancing, cleaning. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh,
0: right? Yes. We have to do that. Yes. We like, I was excited that. when the school said they're going to force the students to wash their hands before lunch. Um, oh, I yeah. I thought, why weren't yeah. they already doing that?
2: That seems like <laughs> something they should <laughs> right. have already done. <laughs> and Right. I'm sure they do right. it,
0: like, at the elementary level, but come on, man, the middle schoolers. They need it yeah. worse.
2: I mean, no kidding. Middle school well, is like the mean, Game I... of Thrones, man.
0: Yes. Oh, man. It's Lord of the Flies there. And so they're going to force um, hand-washing before lunch and force hand-washing after every bathroom trip. And I thought, I mean, that's... Okay, yeah.
1: Again, these are not things that you have to train people for, but I've heard similar
0: stories at the college level. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's what, you know? that's what we need. That's where we are. And... Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it. I'm for it. Sign them up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I am too. I'm I'm um, about not being afraid, but being responsible.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And yes. so I know there's been a lot of angst about going back to university, and I have no idea how it's going to work. But, you know, I'm poised. I'm going back face-to-face. I'm setting up my classes, hybrids. I will do some online stuff, but I'm hoping that we can meet face-to-face at least for the first couple of weeks um i've had in my ethics advertising ethics class i'm teaching you know probably six of the 40 students have requested to be online only that they're afraid to come back and you know and i said that's fine i'm not gonna you know make you come so um but you know i'll just be recording my in-person lectures i'm not going to make it like a truly online experience for them the way i'm trying with um one of my other classes, but I'm just, I'm, you know, looking forward to walking on campus. I have not been in my office since, um, you know, the day I left for the cruise, March 6th. Um, Everything's kind of disarray. My book is open where I left. I was working on my shirt, (laughs) (laughs) you know. I mean, just so, um, it'd be like going back in time.
0: Yeah, I miss it. I tried to log in to the library a couple weeks ago and my credentials are no longer valid because I graduated. (laughs) Oh Oh. and I I legit was about to cry. She
2: had a moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean (laughs) Okay, so that's all right. So that's an interesting observation. I have an
1: idea about that I'm going to pursue and get back to you on.
2: (laughs) But I was
0: I mean, I was legit upset about it. And I came back to Chris and I said I can no longer log into a university library <laughs> and he could see the oh. look on my face. And he said, yeah, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. This is not okay. I have revised and yeah. resubmits that I need to work on. This is not okay. I need access to journals. Um, right. And so, you know, I've, I've looked at other options. I believe as an alumni, I can get limited access.
1: Um, yes, but yeah. I've already
0: had some other thoughts and I've just, not having access to university library. I mean, I feel like I'm about to break out in hives right now. Chris is watching. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I miss it so much. I don't. I don't yeah, know how I'm supposed to? That's do that. interesting. So when we were when so, we
2: were dating and traveling early in our marriage and everything, when we go to a new town we've never been to before, or even yeah. a town we've been to before, one of the, this was before this was long before, before. I was an official academic. Yeah, uh, th- we would we would find the local college and go to that college's bookstore just to buy sweatshirts and caps and stuff. Oh. Just yeah. So the idea like of being not being on a campus, on yeah. a campus is, it's gives not, Kelly physical reactions. It's, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm struggling with it.
0: Oh.
1: Well, listen, Kelly, come guest lecture in my advertising <laughs> ethics class. Um, I'll give you the list, right, of the topics that we're going to talk about and pick one. <laughs> pick one. <laughs> come down. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you can pick all of them if you want. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. well, Chris... Two conversations with you. Um, all I've got to say is my admiration for you has <laughs> skyrocketed. The idea of how calm you are living with Kelly is <laughs> awe inspiring. <That's,
0: laughs> yes, I say that in the uh, best of ways. No, that's um, him. I, I don't know what I, he is truly my anchor. He please is just like, stop, stop. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> like a, I've said this before, he is like a calming force. Yeah, well, I feel calmer. Yes, he's the calming (laughs) force that I need, and I, yeah,
2: I'm just usually tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, um, here we are. It's again hard to believe that 30 minutes has just zipped by. Um, you know, Chris, I think we could have probably—I don't know—thirty or forty
2: more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Any, I'm, I would love to spend time with you guys anytime. I have thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Okay, well, it, it will be um, soon. Trust me. I really appreciate you joining us today. And every every episode, I learn a little bit more about what life with Kelly must yeah. be like. <laughs> <laughs> You
2: no, know, so it it. Um, her her dad said when I asked for, for permission to propose, uh, her I said you know I asked the question and the very first words out of his mouth were, "She's feisty, Chris." <laughs> and, and at least at least once a year since then something happens and he just looks at me and says, "I told you." I told yeah. you. <laughs> but it has been awesome.
0: Yeah. And that is totally it's not awesome. not been boring. Because, I can promise you that. It's not been boring. Yeah. Uh, maybe and
2: just an idea for a future episode. Maybe yes. Maybe I come up with a list of questions for you as a child of the 80s who grew up watching a lot of TV and lived in three different, very distinctly different styled homes Yes, maybe maybe I I can ask you questions in the future about the impetus for what drove your dissertation idea.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm totally digging <laughs> on that. <laughs> and that may be next week. <laughs> I have all sor- all sorts of things to say about that. So we'll sort all that out. Um, we'll, we'll see how many downloads we get for this episode. If you're still as popular uh, as <laughs> you were last week. <laughs> so rad. That's awesome. So, you know, the pandemic is pretty pathetic. I mean, I'm just sick of it altogether on so many levels. But I do appreciate that we're learning from it, right? And yeah. so we have to we have to take the good with the bad and we we have to say, "Yes, this is all bad, but at least let's learn something out of this and try and make some sense out of it. And I feel like this podcast has helped me do that. I feel like yes. talking to you, Kelly, has helped me do that. And certainly the last two weeks talking to you, Chris, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> helped me do that. So I appreciate yes, that. So with that, um, You know, thanks everyone for joining us. And Kelly, it's always great to check in with you every week. And I can say that about you too now, Chris. Thank (laughs)
2: you. I've
0: enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll see you next week, Kelly. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, bye.